Welcome to Bean Pod by Upshot, the only Upshot podcast available. My name is Blake, and I do all the roasting here. I'm joined with Drew Horton, who's sitting across from me. Hello, um, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be uh, good to be here to record another pod, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart today that we're going to be covering. Um, we are still in our home brewing series, and um, today we're going to be covering roasting. It's not really a brewing thing, but home roasting coffee. equals brewing. Yes. You, you know, you brew your roasted coffee. So today we're going to be kind of diving into the the whole home roasting side, and that is really like what got me really into coffee uh, was home roasting. And there's a lot of plus and minuses to this, but uh, we're going to try to cover it in a broad sense because there's a lot to not there's not a ton to cover honestly because there are it just depends on how much you're willing to spend. Um, right. But we're going to get into it. Um, Drew, what's your thoughts on home roasting before we uh, get into our stories? You know, I uh, I have pretty mixed feelings about it. Yeah. I think that home roasting is something that, like, if you're really passionate and, uh, you know, want to explore more of the roasting side, I think go for it. Definitely, yeah. I'm not going to tell you no. Uh, but I think there's some like very clear limitations and it kind of depends on what your goals are for home roasting. For sure. And I mean, for me, when I, when I got into home roasting, the reason I got into it was cause I was in college and I didn't have much money, but I loved good coffee and, um, I wanted to get a good quality product for not much money. And, and right when you start roasting coffee, if you look at the margins of like, uh, you know, a retail bag right. compared to green the same green it's it's like half the price depending on yeah or I mean, or more <laughs> or more yeah yeah um and uh, i i remember just being like all right how can i get into this hobby and not spend a ton of money so that led me to just exploring all of facebook marketplace and ebay of of what like what are home roasters and and i didn't do much research in like the best home roasters that was a funny thing i just researched how can i get a home roaster and yeah. like what is a option for that and i ended up settling on like a 50 dollar facebook marketplace purchase that i actually split with my buddy so it was 25 dollars <laughs> each and it's we got this tiny yeah we got this <laughs> exactly we got this tiny little fresh roast machine that only did like 50 grams at a time and it you know to explain it you could just look up a picture you'd be, a, be able to understand it a little bit but it was like the first model that they ever released and it's basically like a popcorn popper. It's got, imagine a blow dryer uh, engine, and there's this tube, and it's just throwing your coffee around, and it's cooking <laughs> it. Not super high temperatures, and the qual the product we got was okay. I ended up having to do a lot of stuff with like, you know, I had to shake the machine constantly, <laughs> which is probably a hazard somewhere. It's probably a little dangerous. It's probably a little dangerous, and a couple times the the hot coffee would spill out and. It, you know, wait, it, wait a second, Blake. You weren't doing this like in a college dorm. No, room, no you? way. I was <laughs> definitely not using my RA privileges to get into dorm rooms that weren't used to roast inside the dorm room. And I definitely didn't like open all the windows up and set up the fire alarm one time. But you know, this is this is the beauty of coffee because uh, you know there's a lot of ways to get a good cup, and occasionally we'd get a good cup. But the problem was repeat repeat repeatability. Yeah. Um, and getting 
uh, same product all the time was that just makes it that much more exciting right yeah for sure i guess get a good cup in my the cool part though was the local shop called the guest house in uh good old lincoln illinois Uh, i was pretty good friends with uh, the guy that roasted there at the time and he would get a bunch of samples in but they didn't have a sample roaster and he was like dude i don't know what to do with these you just want to take them i'm like yes so i would on average have like seven different coffees different origins different processes so this was um an opportunity i had to jump on and it was it was pretty cool in the end because i could roast up three different coffees and and try them but um they were okay and looking back they weren't as good as i thought they were in the moment but the cool thing was i didn't know they were terrible well and it's also about how much of that was the green coffee and how much of that was the Very roasting true. because we recently roasted what what coffee did we roast? Again? I think we roasted the Guatemala washed. Right. Yeah, yeah. We roasted it on um I ended up buying another model of that fresh roast down the line that was a little bit newer and I brought that in to the roastery actually not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago and we roasted it up and it wasn't terrible. It was like the acidity was a little muted because yeah. I'm assuming the temperature wasn't Right. high enough to get a nice bright acidity because in the roasting side you really want a lot of temperature initially because it brings out this nice acidity but we got a nice cup that was very balanced and had almost like these bourbon notes to it that was it was almost unique in its own way yeah it, you know it definitely wasn't the best roast of the guatemala no but, but we're talking about a pretty good dollar machine you know yeah, it was a good cup that i bought from a lady named linda in the middle of springfield illinois that left it on her front porch <laughs> Appreciate it, Linda. It was weird. It was a very weird exchange, I will say that. I felt like I was buying drugs. <laughs> I, I just remember, like, she wouldn't let me... It, yeah, it was a weird... Yeah, we, Facebook marketplace, yeah. you can't trust but, anybody. But <laughs> I got the machine, and I left the money in a little chest in the front porch, and <laughs> off I was with the roaster. Um, but yeah, it... Best it, decision of Blake's life. Yeah, it was... I mean, truly, when you look at it, uh, I was able to walk into Upshot and say, "Hey, I know about roasting a little bit." Which, yeah, which was a looking kind back, of a joke, but I knew more than most. <laughs> you did. We'll you definitely that. did. Um, I understood the variables that you needed, um, but as soon as I started doing any roasting over here, I was like, "Wow, I know right. nothing." Yeah, and I think that this is a big, you know, reason to home roast. Yes. Is because even though you weren't familiar with, you know, like all of the gas and air and, yeah. you know, even batch size, like you weren't, you weren't necessarily aware of, um, I guess the logistics behind commercial roasting, but you Not had the palate and yes. you understood the process. And a passion too. Yes. And I think another thing with the home roasting side is just to say that you roast your own coffee at home bring, gets you into a, a whole nother realm of niche yeah. kind of. Um, it's pretty cool. It, it makes you start to f- be a little bit different than everybody else. And I have a lot of four Enneagram within me, if anybody <laughs> has the Enneagram uh, understood. And that's like kind of the individualist. So I really enjoy doing something that a bunch of people aren't doing. And that allowed me to take coffee and say, hey, maybe I know this in a way that other people don't. Right. And in a way, I, you have to be healthy and humble about it. You know, looking back, I didn't know anything. But it allowed <laughs> me to go, I want to do coffee. I want to get into coffee. So... From the passion side, like I really recommend roasting, and yeah, a and lot I of, would too. Yeah, I just want to be clear, you know. And but you know, we're now we're going to kind of dive into the machines and roasters that I would recommend at different price ranges, like we've done in the past, um, because this is the biggest factor, right? I mean, you can get insane coffee from a thousand dollar roaster. 
insane. Mm-hmm. Like you can control your variables. You can um, do a lot of stuff. Like, you know, that's, we have the cow over here. That is insane, but that's a really expensive roaster. Yeah. We're yeah. talking a couple, a couple grand here. The cow is looking at, you know, four grand. Right. They have a home version. They do have a home version. What, is that like 1500? I think it's two grand. I thought it was like a thousand twelve. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it's not, it's, you know, we say it's not terrible, but when you compare it to other equipment, that's right. what, yeah. what we're talking I mean, about. Compared to. It's insanely expensive. Yeah. For a 50 gram roaster. Yes. Right, but you're getting a lot of, lot of capability out of yes. it. Akawa also is very, very good with, uh, they actually have a home app and they have preloaded profiles and stuff. It's pretty sweet. If you're looking to get into home roasting and you're willing to drop some money. That's, that's it. Yeah, but you I mean, listen. You could get a a skillet pan for twenty dollars. That's very and you true. You can call yourself a home roaster <laughs> tomorrow. You could do this yeah. at home. Now, coffee ends up. You know, there's it's very Flying messy. Everywhere. <laughs> it's messy. That pops. Yep. There's a smell that comes off it. There's smoke. I don't recommend doing the skillet. It's if also you, have, you can do it outside. Sure. Not going to be super uniform. It's not going to be uniform. It's not going to be very good at all. But you can consider yourself a home roaster just by using your little skillet. Um, I don't recommend it. <laughs> The, what I would recommend is what I started out with and we touched on a little bit is the fresh roast and they have machines all the way from a hundred to like $300. And those, the more expensive ones are going to be to where you can kind of walk away from it. And the motor's powerful mm-hmm. enough to th- toss the beans initially. Yeah. Cause the problem with the cheaper fresh roast machines is the coffee's so heavy initially. Cause there's so much water weight in it yep. that it just sits there and it, the beans on the bottom get cooked and the beans on the bottom top don't so that's when i would be shaking the crap out of my machine as the water got you know i guess you could say evaporated yeah once the water is is leaving the coffee the weight goes down and then it's able to like you know get tossed around and more uniformity yeah the beans you know they lose their weight and they also expand so it's a little easier for the fan to push them around right and there's attachments you can buy for these roasters that increase the actual chamber Mm. that allows more airflow like there's a lot of stuff you can do and you can get good coffee so from 100 to 300 dollar price range you can get somewhat decent coffee without chaff flying everywhere without (laughs) you know with getting a pretty good product yeah but then you know right there's a roaster called the gene cafe drum roaster i think that's how you spell it g-e-n-e yeah. that one is around six hundred dollars and that's um a drum roaster it does around 100 grams that's a good option it's a good upgrade no not a ton of control controllability like there is a control panel on it but from what we do over here i mean it doesn't even compare right because there's no data that you're getting from it we get graphs and mm-hmm. even on the akawa you get a graph and you can see okay at this point in the roast yeah every every multiple times a second yeah it's crazy (laughs) but you know that in many ways is a little bit of overload for home roasting sometimes drew would say no because he's all about the data i'm about the data i am on the also on uh, the cafe lot side i understand the you know lack of practicality there (laughs) right i would love a a cow at home to be able to control everything but um you know it's not super practical but (laughs) buy something that can can heat up Yes. to a high temp that's the biggest thing is make sure that the roaster has the capability with the engine to get your coffee to a high temp quickly i think that's one of the biggest things if you can't do that with your roaster then you're always going to get these kind of like meh meh kind of cups yeah, yeah just okay um but you're never going to be able to touch any cafe quality um from that side 
but yeah, so that's around $600 and that's a good, good option. If you just want like a, just solid coffee, nothing crazy, but who knows? I also haven't done a, any testing on this roaster. So yeah, you know, that's a clarifier. It's well liked. It is. It's got good reviews. Um, and then you have the be more, um, and I believe that's closer to a thousand and that looks like really let me double check for everybody real quick. The be more looks like a, an oven. Basically. Yeah. It's pretty weird looking. Um, it looks, what are they like? Um, I guess it's convection, right? Yeah. It's, it basically just looks like a, a pizza cooker. Yeah. And, um, that, so yeah, my mistake, it's, it's around $500 okay. the more. And that one, I've heard a lot of people that roast on the be more. That one is, um, it's got like a drum inside that is spinning and then there's a heat element to it. And, um, I see one right now on roastmasters.com for four seventy nine. So that's not a bad option. That's a little cheaper than the gene, but, um, they're both kind of drum styled roasters. That's a good option. Still not a ton of controllability. There is a control panel and everything. So if you want to drop $500, you can get a lot of coffee, um, at a somewhat decent quality from these guys. But then we get into our cow range. Yes, sir. Which is around, yeah. you know, the home one is around 1200 This the is Akawa what Drew home. does. This is Drew's baby, the Akawa here. Yes. And unfortunately, I think the Akawa home actually has quite a bit of limitations opposed to their professional line. Right. Their professional line is closer to like four grand. Um, and I think that the home version, you actually... I don't think you can change and create your own curves. Right. So it's just a preset. Yeah. But you can use all of their presets, which, you know, they're really pretty good. Right. Um, especially for at home. Um, and they have a lot of variety in the profiles for different origins, different roast levels, all kinds of stuff. So that's a really great, you know, it's a thousand dollars, $1,200, but it's a lot of money, but it's, it's, you know, it's, we're going to put it in the Commandante realm. Right. It is like your, if you want the best quality and spend the least amount of money to get there, yes, it's probably going it. to be this. Uh huh. So I would love to hear somebody say that they bought an cow after this episode. That would <laughs> make me so happy and uh, we should do some testing. Yeah. Come uh, bring it in. But yeah. And then we would recommend if you are doing any roasting, there are some accessories because, you know, even though you may not have much feedback from some of these roasters, you'd like to be able to cup it. And yes. when we say cupping, you basically isolate coffee and you throw some water on it and you do very um, basic brewing method. Yeah, you're basically just steeping it like a tea or something. Right. And then you're able to go through and, and cup all the different roasts. So that allows you to tell, okay, I did this at this point and this tastes good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should try that again. Or I changed this and it made it worse. Yeah. Let's not do Let's that. Let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, but in many ways, make sure you're changing one variable. And that's that's where it gets confusing because you can't control variables very well in these roasters. Right. And doing it over and over again. So if you're thinking like, I want to start like a retail <laughs> business and I want to yeah. roast my own coffee and I, I want to do like four batches for two different bags of coffee, mm -hmm. like just know that it's going to be really hard to get a consistent product. I think we try to do that in college. We're like, Maybe we should start selling the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did one like bag for somebody. I was like, yeah, it took like an hour, and it was, yeah, it was like five <laughs> it was, roasts. It was yeah, it was too much. Um, yeah, you're gonna need something that's gonna be a little bit more money if you want to do some 
some retail. Yeah. But yeah, definitely buy a, I mean, you, you just need a small bowl and you need a multiple of the same size to do this. Yeah. Um, and there needs to be a ratio. So you have to have, you know, a one, what I is our, I use one to 18, so one to 18 ratio. Yeah. Or actually I think I'm now I'm closer to one to 17. Uh, we do 11 grams of coffee to roughly like 180, 185 grams of water. Yeah. So just so. keep that in mind as well. If you are going to cup, make sure that the size of the bowl that you're using is going to equal the ratio that you want. Um, and that just takes some some calculation. But yeah, cupping is really important in this whole roasting, home roasting side. But um, from the green coffee buying side, where so all right, you got your roaster. Now, where do I buy green coffee? That's a pretty common question. Yeah. Um, there's a company called Sweet Maria's that I used a lot in college when I didn't have my uh, my coffee shop giving me some samples, and they have some some actually some pretty solid coffees. Yeah, Sweet you Maria's just, is pretty. Just good. Gonna, you're gonna spend a little bit more money than you would be able to from like what we do because we buy a lot more. Yeah, but you know, nobody at home's buying a seventy exactly. kilo. I bag. wouldn't <laughs> recommend that. Don't don't buy. <laughs> Please it. don't. That, that would be stupid. Um. Yeah, Sweet Maria's has a pretty good selection. They have pretty good prices for they do. Uh, what it is. You can buy it a different, a lot of different variations of sizes too. You can get yeah. I think they go up to like twenty pounds, mm-hmm. so you can buy quite a bit of coffee. Um, the other place that I would recommend if you're looking a little more into the like high end specialty is going to be Forward Coffee, um, and they are the company that we're doing the roasting competition mm-hmm. through um they're it's out like of canada a barista, barista, canadian barista champion that yes. runs the company like some good stuff yeah, really good stuff they've got a lot of like famous farms um experimental processes new that's varieties. where sweet maria's is it's probably going to be more of that like value. middle of the road value yeah but You're they also get, have some higher end they stuff. do have some higher end stuff this guy i mean the guy that runs this company is is really devoted to just crazy the coffees best. and the best and yeah. competitions and really innovative stuff. But, but yeah, if you're looking to treat yourself and you're excited about home roasting, I'd recommend buying a kilo from there. Yeah, we've we really. bought some. We bought a geisha. You, I mean, yes. you bought a geisha. Yeah, I bought a Columbia Immaculata Geisha Natural and blew our minds, knocking my socks off. Yeah, we actually bought some Onyx. Love Onyx. But we bought an Onyx, Onyx um, washed geisha. It was a Columbia, correct? Uh, it was uh, Mexico. It was a Mexico, that's right. It was the Cup of Excellence, and it won number two. So it was the second best coffee in Mexico this year. And we cupped it next to this um, Columbia geisha, and we enjoyed the, the forward. Yeah. But Onyx is great, so we're not talking crap about Onyx. Onyx is great. And it was it was a great coffee. It was. But I preferred my coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There might be some bias there too. Yeah, there definitely is. There's always bias. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that kind of overall covers what I wanted to cover in this episode. Um, just a little recap. Roasting is very fun. It gets, yes. allows you to get a hands-on experience with, with coffee and allows you to make it a little bit more romantic. And I think in the end, that's one of the most important, important parts about coffee is is making it some sort of experience that yep. you can talk to people about. You can consider yourself somewhat a niche realm that you know some about. And um, I would recommend it if you're just looking to dive in and, and see what it's like. But if you're trying to get the best coffee, mm-hmm. your best quality coffee out there, I would recommend just going to 
you know, roasters, you know, that are certified that have been doing it. Upshotcoffee.com. Hey, I think we do a good job over here. Order from us. But a uh, <laughs> little plug, no free ads. But um, but yeah, I, I really this do is, enjoy this. This is free. This is our podcast. This is free. <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah. Roasting's fun. And I think that's the thing I want to pass on to you guys is that it was something that ignited a passion in me that I don't think I would be pursuing coffee without it. Yes. Um, so just be careful. You buy a home roaster, it may change your life. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? You may love it. One day you're in school and the next year yeah, roasting coffee. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, Drew, you got anything else to add here? I, Not I really, really. enjoyed I this conversation. I think you it's, summarized it well. I mean, if you want to learn and you are passionate about coffee, I would recommend you home roast. But if you're, you know, if you want the best thing possible and you don't want to spend a significant amount of money roasting, just buy, buy from a roaster. Yeah, I agree. Well, anyway, guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope we still have some listeners on. I, you know what? I know we have at least a couple listeners on because roasting is fun. And um, sometimes I feel like I get a little too nerdy with it. So I think more people are interested in than they actually are. But I think <laughs> overall people have a pretty base under like curiosity for roasting. Like, How does that yeah. happen? What, you know, all, all this stuff. So especially I think a lot of times people also don't think that home roasting is something they can do. Yeah. So. You can. Anybody can. Yep. You guys skill it. You can do it. <laughs> you a popcorn popper. You can do it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we're going to continue to just pump these podcasts out. And we'd love some recommendations. Send us some message on Instagram or on Upshot's Instagram. My personal, um, that's Shaped Roasting. That's a free ad no right free there. No free ads. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. And we will keep you guys posted on all Upshot-related stuff. Love you. Talk to you soon. See you.